ਵਾਹਿਗੁਰੂ ਜੀ ਕਾ ਖਾਲਸਾ ਵਾਹਿਗੁਰੂ ਜੀ ਕਾ ਖਾਲਸਾ ਵਾਹਿਗੁਰੂ ਜੀ ਕੀ ਫਤਿਹ ਵੈਲਕਮ ਟੂ ਅਨਦਰ ਐਪੀਸੋਡ ਐਪੀਸੋਡ I don't know either. We 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 done well. We've done well. Yeah. We're back into the early 40s now, I think. Um yeah, 3940. Yeah, so Go around that mark. It's it's going well, but today I you know, I'll, I'll pass you over to first we'll start with age before beauty. So we'll go to Bharat Singh. Why did you call Um yeah, cuz age before beauty, I I accept that because I'm 46 years old. but I'm a perfect 10 so yeah <laughs> <laughs> what a diving <laughs> no i think he's about his player position on the pitch like, you know oh, you know wish you were as hot as me anyway right. <laughs> um liverpool fan um up here in leeds what, northern what shirt correspondent are you wearing, what shirt are you wearing there at the moment just <laughs> like that i don't I've seen that. i haven't seen that liverpool shirt before The, listen the white I'm supporting one. I'm supporting Paris today Paris Saint-Germain uh, talking to Paris Saint-Germain uh, listen you've you've got me going have you seen the new Paris Saint-Germain photo um that they've taken um Jordan and Nike did one you know of the team with the with the strip and everything on but because Messi's sponsored by Adidas they put a big sign in front of his feet because he was wearing Adidas boots oh. <laughs> That, that's how petty um, Adidas are. But anyway, like I say, Northern correspondent, Liverpool fan. Also, Paris is my French team. Um, Real Madrid are my Spanish team. So, but I'm, I'm leaning towards... Brighton just today. got players sent off. This is where we're at for those listening, you know. Oh, my God. Does Brighton just got players sent off? My, oh, Brighton, come on. Not like Manchester United. He's only not um, anyway, that, that's my introduction. Um, we'll move... onto um some other beautiful people before we go back to you know like the the two out of 10s hurry <laughs> since you said beautiful people I'll I'll go next uh <laughs> Melinda Singh uh avid Arsenal fan and uh Arsenal fan is that right <laughs> avid Arsenal fan avid Arsenal he said looking rabid looking, rabid looking rabid. quite good good for us so uh, it's it's justified why we're getting a lot of hate right now and uh <laughs> no you um, look at the hate regardless <laughs> yeah we'll always get the hate but yeah uh on to karunjit singh why would you call so much for the yeah ever supporter hopefully sign of things to come free nil victory much much needed on the weekend see what happens now super super frank i don't know i was getting so many super frank texts from the chelsea fans i know I'm still hesitant but we're attacking more uh, but against Leeds are one of them teams they're boom or bust in it so we need a couple of more victories like that and then we can say you can't judge it really right now yeah but the table is as it is you know a couple of more wins and we'll be in the top 10 or something yeah it's crazy it's really close the table's close but anyway on to matters of the world club cup <laughs> and Chelsea you know Aaron Deep's not here today but Aaron Deep you know he's 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 one of those avid solid... avid supporter of Mason Mount <laughs> of, of Mason Mount yeah <laughs> you know he said if if anyone out there wants to buy him a Mason Mount top yeah go for it but no he like you know he says you know we should always support the English teams when they're out in Europe and stuff yeah and, you know, he must I know obviously a a resident Chelsea fan Gorinda saying he he was very happy but it's, it it was a good result it was a good um do they still do the coefficient and stuff you know like they used to have the no, i think they stopped it now they used to have the coefficient you know like it, there is sort of like some sort of coefficient champions league it's like certain countries get um so many teams in the champions like england has four teams because um Because English teams have well. progressed teams have done well, well. Yeah. Exactly. in UEFA well, competitions. You only have to look at the last 16 now. You've got four teams in the last 16 from England, whereas the mighty Barcelona is like unheard of um, over recent years for them to not be in it. This is like, yeah, they're really in disarray right now. So um, it's not to say that 
English teams aren't guaranteed or any teams guaranteed because look, Barcelona is not guaranteed in, in, in this round of 16. So, yeah. Well, Barcelona are out, aren't they? They're in um, Europa. Europa. Um, Borussia Dortmund are in Europa. So yeah. really, um, all these other countries, I know we've talked about strength of leagues before, but the Premier League does have um, strong teams in Euro- European competition. Yeah, they might not win it every year, but as a league, their representatives tend to go further, whereas other countries tend to only have one or two teams that progress in the stage. I mean, like... Because Italy, of the competition, right? Yeah. We've got, we've got far greater competition than other yeah. leagues where it's a two-horse race or... Like, within the Premier League, no disrespect to, like, other teams of other leagues, but within the Premier League, any team can be one of the big six on yeah. any given day. Yeah. Um, and Which they have done over the years, haven't they? I yeah. mean, like, I know Liverpool got past Burnley at the weekend, but we tend to struggle against Burnley. Mm. And, and you know, like Palace and, and it was all only the rubbish nil. teams. But... It was only 1-0. Yeah. You know, I expected it once that first goal went in. I thought it would really... You know, up. Do you yeah. think club loyalty plays a part into it when you're talking about seeing another fellow English team successful? Because I've heard from Manchester for me, United yes, it fans, does. I've heard Manchester United fans like kind of resent it as as of recent because they were the only team that had won it um, all and and doing that. They, that's what they held on is that, to. Is that jealousy, you know? Is that jealousy, You like, yeah, I don't want anyone else to do what we've done. Are you like happy that that Chelsea's done it? Because obviously, as Honestly, an Arsenal fan, I, I, I do resent that they <laughs> won the Champions League before we did. Like I, that's I, one I'm of the in, biggest regrets I'm, that I've got. I'm indifferent to it, to be honest. I'm not. Yeah, that's the word I was going to use. That's I, I'm in. I don't. They're in it, so yeah, it's good for the. the it's good for the Premier League, isn't it? Really. Yeah. Mm. Um. But. I get your feeling that you know, I, I I wanted to I wanted Arsenal to have won it before Chelsea. Yeah, I get that. Um, but yeah, it's it, good it, to see them do well. You don't want other teams like you want the kind thing of like is, the no, Premier League to be it's doing. Good for the, it's good for the Premier League, but them doing that well attracts more good players to them. Yeah, yeah, it attracts more good. It attracts better players that you know. Our own teams and looking at it for, oh, okay, forget Galimjeet, but you know the rest of the, the rest of us, <laughs> <laughs> the rest of us, you know p- potentially players that would want to could look that way. They're going, no, why would I want to go there when I can go to a team that's? But then there's a flip side of that as well that you know they've won it all. Is there space for someone else to come in? Would they want to fight for that spot? You got to look at uh, back in I think it was twenty. 12 or 13 when Chelsea won it and uh, who did they get the following season because of that Champions League win Eden Hazard so going through these big massive like trophies would then mean that you can attract those great players and who would have thought they would have gone for a player like Hazard after getting the Champions League well, that, that's um, it I mean having that squad if, if you're a Champions League winning team you're competing in Europe, right? And you're a big name. At the end of the day, players are human as well. It's like us with where we work. We want to be working for the best company, right? And getting paid the best money. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And for them, they're the same. They want to be playing for the best team, getting paid the best money. Yeah. And if... And trophies bring sponsorships. Trophies it bring- does. It, you know, you can you can you can negotiate that better deal from your shirt sponsor. You exactly, the, and, and plus that in your contract and with your sponsors, that you know, like let's say for example, Messi and Adidas. Um, if he, there'll be someone in there to say, right? Look, you'll put in if we win the World Cup, or we win this, or we win that. I want X amount of money, and plus that the sponsors are going to live off of it. Aren't they? They're gonna. Ha- they're going to say, like Nike, Liverpool's um, shirt sponsors. If Liverpool win the league or the Champions League, 
they're going to be blasting it all over the place. Yep. That we are the sponsors of the champions of Europe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know, it's like Nike lived off Brazil for so many years. Brazil, Michael Jordan, who's better yeah. than LeBron James. No? Um, yeah. yeah, I agree. <laughs> oh, I agree. Wow. <laughs> he just agrees. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, LeBron it's... James. LeBron James. <laughs> right, but, but... Um, no, you know what? It is, like I said, it, it you know, I always, I always mess up his name, so I'm not going to say it, but that guy that's won it, Aspel, I always mess it up. Aspel Equator. Yeah, he's won it all now, isn't it? I think the only other person to have done it was Danny Alves. Yeah. Yeah. And so, Kante, Kante's, Kante's won the World Cup as well with France, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Has he won the Euros? I don't know. No, uh, I don't think... He, no, he hasn't. Right. But... but you, well, but me, like you said, there's... It was Danny Alves, but anyway. Yeah, and, <laughs> and like you say, um, oh, bloody hell, I've got Navradsing disease now. I'm forgetting what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's the old age, because, because I'm the oldest one here now. Um, <laughs> that yeah, they, they've, 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 they've done it all. They've done it all, basically, right? So, yeah, sponsorship, money. Chelsea uh, will be able to attract big players, but if this season, yeah, they've won the World Club Cup, but if they don't win the league or do anything in the Champions League, they're going to miss out. Follow on from that, yeah. It's like Lukaku they got at the beginning of the season because they won the Champions League last year, really. Mm. If they were also runs, I don't think Lukaku would have come to Chelsea. Mm. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's, it's why like Man City got Grealish. Yeah, you know, because Grealish knows they're going to be competing, they're going to be challenging. Mm. Um, and that that's what it is. It's why Harry Kane wanted to join Man City. Yeah. Fair play to Chelsea though. Massive yeah, congratulations oh, yeah. to all Chelsea fans. Uh, yeah, massive Mount, win. Mount Mount Rushmore and top of their game. Uh, but before the actual Club World Cup game, it was interesting to hear. During the week, uh, Pep Guardiola was actually talking about um, something that people were saying to, to, to him. I don't know if it was to him but or, or in relation to his club. They were talking about um, how you're runaway league leaders, you are the best team in the world right now. And he rubbished it. He said, we are not the best team in the world right now. It's actually Chelsea. Um, yeah. And so it was interesting to hear before they'd even won the Club World Cup. But it it was interesting to hear Pep Guardiola saying that about Chelsea um, as a kind of defense mechanism to to retract pressure away from his own club. Is, yeah. is, is that what you guys would agree, or do you genuinely think he believes that Chelsea are up there and and that yeah. they're, that you know, they're he's, 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 he said it before when. When Liverpool won the title, when Liverpool were champions, yeah. and then the following season, Man City were running away with it. Liverpool, uh, you know, had the injury problems and everything. And someone said, oh, you're the best team in the league. And he said, well, no, we're not. Liverpool are the current champions. They're yeah. currently the best team in the league. Yeah. So I think he genuinely has that mindset of, okay. we haven't achieved it yet, so we can't say that we are. But everyone's playing, everyone's playing my game. It's facts as well. You know, yeah, yeah. regardless yeah. of what you believe you are, the facts are there. But he yeah. does he must as as Pep, he must believe he's the best team in the world. He's got he to. knew he blew that final more than Chelsea yeah, won it. it. Yeah. yeah. I I genuinely think he, he feels he can't think that someone that won the Champions League uh, against the odds are genuinely the best team in the world. Like right now, they're playing the best football. They're controlling and dominating a league that, that's supposed to be quite tight-knit. And they're showing the most consistency right now. Do you, do you know what, right? They're Cross, only, they're only so top. Thing, though. They're, they're only top. Because they, they've lost two games. Liverpool have lost two games. The thing yeah. is, Liverpool have drawn three more games that's, yeah. that's the difference do you know 
So it's, you know, it's, quite, it's actually quite tight. But you know, you know Klopp's doing the same thing as what on the he board. is. Like oh, playing yeah. that, that kind of downplaying the pressure, like trying to say to, to people it came out, Klopp was saying, we are not anywhere near this title race where, I don't know, whatever points behind, there's no way we're going to win the title. But Fergie's, him, but Fergie's again, done that in the past as well. Fergie's done that in the past. Their way of of kind of downplaying any yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of pressure, right? I think the only I think the only Hungari one out of all the managers that was put it either was Jose. He probably said, "Yeah, we are the best." You know, yeah. everybody else sort of plays it down. Yeah. Um, but Mourinho, Mourinho is a funny character himself, though, isn't it? Like, yeah. I, I remember that season when. Um, Sorry, Villard saying, but the year that Gerard slipped, didn't it? Basically, yeah, he, he, cla- he claimed he won the title. Basically, he he said what what that win did that did actually bring him back in the title race. But the funny thing is, he goes, "We're not going to win it, but the best, but but we've beaten both of the teams, both home and away, or something like that. Yeah. Or we've beaten yeah. whoever the champions are. We've beaten them at their place. Yeah. So, um, yeah." Uh, like like you said, every manager always likes to downplay it's it. Pettiness, isn't it? That's what you it get is, with but, Jose. But who knows? Who knows? It's probably a reaction as well to just the players by it's saying it, yeah, that it depends on I'm the players. expecting you lot to deliver the Champions League this season as well. But does that have a knock-on effect with the, the players? Like, would you think that someone like a, a Bernardo Silva or a Mares or, or, or even a Liverpool player would, would think, hang on a minute, is our manager genuinely saying that we don't have a chance within the title. I Why think, I think they right say one thing publicly. Time? I think they yeah. say one thing publicly, but privately, they're saying yeah. to their players, come on, guys, mm. we can do this. And yeah. I think that's the way they work. It's I, like no, Gerard when he was saying, we can't let this slip in the huddle. Yeah. 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 Look, what, what's happened happened, right? I know you guys get so much traction out of... Um, and I know Gerard didn't get any traction because he slipped. You lot get so much traction out of this, yeah. It's you, you know, you know when you when you're the best, you, you have so many haters, and um, you lot are all haters. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> but no, in seriousness, that, that's what it is. You see, behind yeah. the scenes, they'll be saying, "Come on, guys, we're still in this." Klopp yeah. will be saying, "Yeah, the twelve points ahead, but." We've got two games in hand. Two games in hand. We yeah. win those two games in hand with six points. Plus, we've still got to play City, mm. and we beat City. It's sort of down to three points. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and it's just then it comes down to draws and wins. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Goal difference, um, everything. Yeah. yeah. What, what they're yeah. both waiting for is just either team just to have a little more points. Yeah. 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 And 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 that's it. And you then see. capitalize on it. And and I think. Um, Pep knows that as well. Because if you look at the league table, it's three draws, I think, is the difference between yeah, the teams. Draws. It's three, three draws. draws is the difference. And he knows, actually, do you know what? It's not like they're losing. They're mm. still winning. They're still keeping up. Yeah. Um, so he's the kind of Bunda that doesn't count his chickens before they've hatched. Yeah. Um, speaking so- on... Speaking on slip-ups, uh, the old Spurs yeah. the weekend, they the had a Spurs massive, rubbish. Op- massive rubbish. opportunity to uh, put some pressure on, on the teams above um, to, to get into that all-important top four race. And, and they did a Spursy. They bottled it. I thought, I thought they'd win. Um, honestly, I thought they'd win. But yeah, they've done a Spurs. And I think Conte, look, if you look at um, Antonio Conte's face is dawned on him, right? What he's got himself in for. He went to the, he went to the wrong London club. Yeah. He <laughs> but thought, this is the thing. He thought, was... I'll go to Tottenham because they're Chelsea's yeah. rival. I'll, yeah. I'll rub it in the face of Chelsea. And Chelsea just laughing at him. The thing is, is even with Conte, and this is the reason why I even said it at the beginning, I don't see it working out between him and the owners because number yeah. one, he wants money, but that money is to challenge and try and win trophies. Yeah. And they're not going to give him those funds in order to buy those particular players. Like, let's be honest, Spurs, they haven't actually got a bad squad of players, but they 
those players definitely aren't those players that are going to, let's be honest, really challenge for a trophy, are they? Do, do you know what, right? There's something major missing there. That's, yeah, that's, that's that Champions League. And that's how that different is this team to a Champions League final team? It's not that different. It's the same team. That's my it's point. The, it's, it's the mentality and belief. But they though, weren't going to win that, were they? No, not against Liverpool. Come on. And right. plus, let's be honest. Let's be honest. <laughs> let's be honest. Let's be honest. You need luck as well to win those trophies. Yeah, oh, yeah. of course. Oh, you do. Of course. Uh, yeah. Look how they got look, for the final. <laughs> look, you know, Spurs, right? Mm. And I, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. They, they, oh, Neymar. Oh, gosh. Um, Spurs, after that Champions League final, should have invested heavily in that yeah. squad. Yeah, you have said this, yeah. Yeah, invested heavily in that squad, backed Pochettino, and they could have kicked on, and they could have been challenging they didn't Liverpool. Back, so they didn't back Pochettino, they sacked Pochettino. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's they let problem. Pochettino go, mm. right? And since he left Tottenham, he's been on a downward spiral. Yes, he's at Paris. Yeah, but he's not pulling up trees there. And now, because of that, it looks like he's going to go even further downhill and become my news manager. But, but in seriousness, they should have backed them. They could have been contenders. They could have been challenging. It's why Harry Kane wants to leave. Um, yeah. Son, I, I don't know what... Levy, Levy's got photos of Son doing some <laughs> right? Because Son's like being loyal. And saying, I'm going to stay here every time, right? You know, he'll be at home, right? He'll be sat in his bedroom, talking to his missus, God, I'm going to put in a transfer request, yeah, right? Yeah. And then Levy has got his house tapped or something, yeah? And a message <laughs> will come saying photos or, or something, yeah? And, and, and that thought leaves his mind. You and your conspiracies. No conspiracy you, there's no other reason that a son is still there. Mm. He's too good a player. Honestly, I know yeah. age that they're saying, right? You know, like he's old and stuff like he's a quality player. He could walk into, let's be honest, he could walk into any Premier League team now. The tips, top six yeah. teams, yeah. yeah. Any any team and yeah. make them yeah. better. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But he, um, saying that even teams in Europe, I won't be surprised if they're after him. I won't be surprised if yeah. Barcelona want to want to grab him in the summer. Exactly. Barca, yeah. PSG. Bayern mm. Munich. Bayern, Bayern. He came from Hoffenheim, didn't he? Yeah, he, he came from Germany. He used to going. Yeah. yeah. So, do you know, he's, he's like, um, he's, he's a quality player. Harry Kane wants to leave, but mm. look, look how the mighty have fallen. They've lost touted, their chance of getting he, he was being touted for Man City, 160 million. Now yeah. he's going to have to like slum it because uh, mm. Man, you're in for him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, fair right. play. No, no. But in seriousness, look, he could he could go. Look, Harry Kane is another one. He could walk into any team in the mm. Premier League and make them better. Yeah, yeah. They're the two assets, and what Tottenham have done is, do you know what? Instead of investing and making them happy and building the team around those two, they've just says, do you know what? We're happy with what we've got. We're going to keep them two. We're not going to sell anyone. And we're just going to do our jid. Sorry, Tottenham fans, but you guys are just a selling club. I was I was about to say you're just another Ajax, but you're not as good as Ajax. <laughs> At least Ajax are a quality team. I'm sorry if it offends anyone, right, listening, but... No, you're not. Tottenham... Who, who, who uh, has Tottenham uh, sold, though, Balrod? You're making a, quite a serious comment there. That, that, but who have they, like, sold to be classified as a selling club? Someone who that's... They bought? Big. No, no, uh, they, they've, they've sold more than they've bought. Ooh. Yeah. Who have they bought? Do you know what I mean? They bought, they, bought, the they, bought, they, they bought a couple of players, this this uh, transfer window. Who? Benton Core and uh, <laughs> that uh, Bluzovici. Who? Something. Exactly. Yeah. Who? Yeah. Who? Two players from Juve. Benton <laughs> Look, let, let's let's be honest, right? You know, like when a player comes from a Juve, a Barca, a Real, a Bayern, these yeah, sorts of clubs. Yeah, they're, right, they're not selling the if good they were, If they were any good, they won't let them go. Exactly. Like, how many people I mean, have been after Dybala for the last three or four years? And do you know what I mean? They, every time they get close, 
they, that's the wage wages and and some other things get in the way. Tottenham are actually after the baller. Oh, the Tottenham are after everybody. Tottenham, Tottenham, right? Liverpool look, were as well a couple of seasons ago, I think. Liverpool's still in for him, but you know, with with Dybala, um, Tottenham, West Ham are the same, right? They'll put it out into the papers. We're after this bunda. We're after that bunda. Yeah. Right. But the owners are realistically the real fans know they're not going to get that player because the owners are not really wanting that player. They're just putting names out there in the papers. He's the fans to keep the fans happy. He's to say, fans. look, we're yeah. still we're still going after these big names. It's all smoke and mirrors. Do you think Tot- Tottenham are going through the, the, the whole Arsenal phase of when we built that stadium and, and we were financially constrained? But at least Arsenal were getting top four. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They were still yeah. winning the top four trophy. Whereas yeah, Tottenham were not even doing that. That's that one reason. Um, yeah. Jags, were you going to say something? What? No, what was- uh, oh, yeah, I was just basically... Um, that's what I said to Delvid a couple of weeks ago. And um, I go, I, I just do not see Spurs getting that top four position at all. Yeah. They're just going to bottle it. Interestingly, yeah. interestingly uh, you touched on that. Delvid, um, for those of you that don't know, uh, unfortunately, you couldn't make it on the pod today, but he did uh, drop some lines on, on what he feels about Spurs' current situation. So, just going to read that out and, and, and share, share his thoughts with you guys. So he said that the Conte magic is wearing off right now. He, he can't believe that he dropped Hoiberg um, from this week's uh, squad. And um, he rates Hoiberg quite, quite, uh, quite well and, and thinks he's one of the best midfielders that Spurs have. And the fact that they dropped him was a big statement of intent by Conte, uh, despite Hoiberg's performances not being what they should be. He still thinks that he was and is one of the best midfielders they have um, and, and felt that the new signing, Bentoncourt, should have been paired up with Hoiberg. Uh, he then goes on to say, um, uh, I questioned him, what do you think about letting Ndombele go? What a um, goal. Mbappe. Mbappe. Oh. We're still about a couple of seconds behind. <laughs> what a goal. What a goal. on my phone here. Did, did he do his favourite <laughs> celebration? Nah, nah, nah. This, nah. He just went sliding across the pitch, bruv. It's because it's, 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 it's like two minutes into injury time. It, he scored in the 93rd minute. Yeah. Harry Maguire nearly scored. I mean, I know that's important as well for him. <laughs> Listen, I've just right, had a run on Tottenham. Don't let me have a run on um, Harry Maguire. <laughs> anyway, Delvid. Yeah, on, so um, I, I questioned him, what about Ndombele? Because uh, they outlaid a lot of money for this person. Yes. And he's one of the highest paid players at Tottenham, uh, surprisingly, up there with the Harry Canes um, in terms of wages. And uh, he said, this team is full of average players. Conte made it clear that this project will take time after assessing the job. He seems up for it, but literally only like three or four players can make the cut in this in his ideal team. Um, with regards to Ndombele, he said if he couldn't do it against Morecambe, um, he's just typically not good enough. Uh, they were losing 1-0 against that team and he slowly walked off the pitch and he feels that just summed him up and uh, that resonates uh, through some of the other Spurs players that they have. Uh, it's that attitude which then kind of you feed, other players will feed off that and uh, um, like whether it's youth or, or experienced players, when you've got a lack of attitude and you've got someone that's like toxic, it's going gonna, it's gonna to affect other players and your performances are going to start to decline. Um, and so he thinks clearly Ndombele wasn't playing for the badge and just doesn't understand what it means and t- takes to win. And so getting rid of players like Ndombele, uh, Lo Celso and Deli Ali was, was uh, uh, in Delvi's eyes, the, 
the right thing to do. You know what? He... You made a point there. Sorry to jump in. You made a point there. Um, not playing for the bad. You know what? Doesn't it almost become a thing? I think we've mentioned it in our own conversations outside of this, and I'm not sure if you have spoken about it on here, but like, you know, player caps, wage caps, if there's yeah. a wage cap, you know, um, you know that that player coming to you is going to get X amount, the same as everyone else, but they're playing, they're playing because they want to be there. They're yeah. not there because, you know, they were taken over by a country and they've got loads of money now. You know, it's, it's like American sport, yeah. And I know we've mentioned Jordan and we've mentioned um, LeBron, right? But going back to Michael Jordan, he played for Chicago Bulls. Now, when he went there, he didn't go there because they were the best team, right? He's gone there and he stayed there out of loyalty to the club or the team and played for their shirt, yeah? Yeah. Like the Euro players that went down to Serie B as well. yeah. The, yeah, the, they, they went down to Serie B. Resigate, what was it? The Nedved. The, the Nedved. They stayed. Yeah. They That's loyalty. You've yeah. got and I've got I've got loads of respect for those guys because they said, look, we we were with them for the good times. We're going to stay and get them out of the hard times. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Do you know? Um and I think there's a, and it almost you know like what um the we said his message about um the Conte message um magic wearing off but he needs time. This comes back to what we spoke about before as well and just touched upon here. There is no time anymore because it's such a commercial game. It's all you know the money, the revenues coming in. Um, if you if you've got a manager. Like everyone knows, you know, Alex Ferguson didn't do great his first few years at Man, Man, Man United, but they they stuck with it and look where he ended up. They expect everyone to just come in if they've done stuff well, straight away. Yeah, if they've done well at the previous club, they've been there, they've built up a system, they've built up a an atmosphere, you know, like everything what they want around them. But it just doesn't. It's not given, that opportunity is not given, bringing in players who have played well and are team legends as well. And I'm looking at, the, you know, the Frank Lampards, the, 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 the Solskjaer's and stuff like that. These kind of things is good for morale overall, but is it good long-term? Possibly if you give them the time. But they, again, they want commercial business managers will want the money coming in ASAP rather than they want trophies. They, 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 yeah, I think the owners now, there's a lot of pressure from owners where it's not, um, they don't want to build a legacy. They just want quick, short, sharp wins, get the trophies in, and that's it. Um, you know, like now, Tuchel, it's, it's like Real Madrid mentality from a few years ago, you know, it's, it's more common over here now, where... Yeah. Managers can win the Champions League. Um, who was it? Was it Vincente Del Bosque at Real Madrid? He won the Champions League, but because he didn't win the league, he got sat. Yeah. Do you know? Um, mm. And it's like, we want these trophies. At the beginning of the season, it's like the, the owners will say, we want you to do this, this, this. If you don't achieve it, you're, we're getting rid of you. And no one's got that time to build this legacy. Look, I know... You, you've had your say about Rafa, um, Karanjit Singh in the past, but Rafa wasn't given any time whatsoever, really, at Everton. I know, right? Time results. results. Sorry, any more time, we would have been bottom three. <laughs> and uh, listen, but sometimes you've got to take a step back to move forward. Frank's not going to, you've got, yeah, you've got your new manager bounce, but essentially it's the same team. But those days, barrage of the, the the eras of long tenures with like your Arsene Wenger's, your Fergie's, your Roy Hodgson, even yeah, um, those those years have gone. I think the longest serving manager now is Sean Dyche, right? Sean Dyche, yeah. Um, but that, so we talk about is, you know the the bottom three thing, like what Gallagher just said. Yeah, I think the issue was also potentially, you know. Um, 
back when these clubs were having their long um, longer tenure managers, you know, the Fergies, the even the George Grahams to an extent, you know, these these managers were at a point where there was a clear differentiation between the top four, five, six teams to everyone else. Yeah. Not even like to the bottom four, to everyone else. That you were in those top six. Now they You've got your Leicesters, your West Ham's. Yeah, and the results that are coming in, like look, I'm, I'm watching this Brighton United game. Brighton have hit the crossbar, man. United have got Brighton have got a player sent off and United have won the up. Yeah. I'm still expecting Brighton to score because it's happened in the last two games. Graham Potter's been doing amazing for, for, and for Brighton, to be that, honest. That, that gap has reduced. So results now, whereas I, I still agree that we should give time, but the problem with time is the results have such a massive knock-on effect so quickly. Look how long Arsenal, the day. Arsenal in the bottom five for how long this season? Yeah, yeah, we were. We you know, lost our first three games. Not, not talking about caps. You know, sorry, Jagmohan Singh. Just oh, no. something that popped into my head, and so people have talked about it in the past. Rather than having, you know, like player caps and stuff like that, what about you know, like we're getting rid of managers. You, you've got to have a manager if you employed a manager. You have to have them for that season. Yeah. Or you can't, you can't sack them. Yeah. Like Claudio, Claudio Ranieri, look at that. He's coming. At, yeah. Won the league season. with Leicester, even, even well, the Leicester season. He won the yeah. league and then sacked the following season. No, but what I'm saying is this season, season, Ranieri's coming at Watford this season and been sacked this season. Yeah. yeah. He, he's not even had a full half season, I don't think. Yeah. But Bao, you can't do, be do you, know exper- I mean? you can't be experimenting with teams right now because you're talking about I, I can I can't I can only say this as an outsider and Jugmore would answer this a lot better, but Watford can't be can't afford to be playing around with their Premier League status mid season. Like like that he can echo they weren't playing good football, they didn't see that light at the end of the tunnel and in in this day and age, football is a results game. It's it's a results. No, I, I get where you I get where you're coming talk. from. And but, if they don't make the change, they're risking going down. Simple as that. So let's say next four games, right? Roy Hodgson doesn't win for Watford. What they're going to do? They're going to sack him and get someone else in. Probably. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. no, no, no. With their track record, probably. But it doesn't make we, sense. Do you, do you get what I mean? You've got it, to it give the manager some time. 100%. It doesn't make sense at all. Um, but it, unfortunately, some clubs and their owners, how they make decisions, that's just the way it is. Um, just coming back to that point, first of all, that Harai made about, um, and even Melinda as well, about the... Um, Managers don't get given enough time. Let's be honest, the only reason why Pep Guardiola is there is because they're winning. If he wasn't winning, if he wasn't winning, as he found out in his first ever season, he finished fourth, level one points with Man United, who finished fifth that season. But the reason why they got fourth was based on goal difference. He wanted the money. They spent, what, 100 million, 150 odd million on three defenders. And after that, what, he's won now three Premier League titles and if they win it this season it'll be four titles in six seasons or something like that right phenomenal now let's be honest Adjikal is just everyone wants a quick fix to everything yeah if a new manager comes in regardless where you are in, in the league they expect you to have that hit the ground running new, yeah new manager bounce hit the ground running let's play attractive football and let's win our games with a, with a clean sheet but when you're especially down at the other end of the table now, Watford situation, um, it's not looking good at all, um, <laughs> even under Roy Hodgson. Um, and let's be honest, the games that Watford got coming up next as well, they're difficult. Um, but Jags and, and Palace, he had that that kind of like structure that he built. Like he got the players around him. He had the players that could fit the system. With Watford, it doesn't, it doesn't seem but, like he has the players that can fit the system. But the, no, but that's the difference. He made that system. He got the players that he wanted to get, sort of. Do you sort of get what I mean? Yeah. He's now come in at the end of a transfer window. 
And let's be honest, when you're coming in at the end of a transfer window, especially like a club like Watford, who are you actually well and truly going to get? And uh, I mean, like, don't don't get me wrong, Ishmael Assar just coming back from the African nations just feels like a signing. You yeah. know what I mean? But when you're fighting relegation, and I said it as well uh, to you guys last time when I was on the pod, I've got a very bad feeling about Watford, even with Roy Hodgson. Now, don't get me wrong, he is a manager that can make things ugly. He'll grind out a point. But I just don't see it with this group of players. And it's based on also the group of players. They're just not good enough. If they make it out of this, absolutely brilliant. But I do not see Watford getting out of this. Because yeah. who's, yeah, that, and that's the thing. I think mm. you can see Burnley kind of going. May, yeah. Norwich. And Norwich. Burn, Burnley has done well, though. Yeah, but fairness that, to that, them. That, that last spot, it's, it's up for grabs, you know. Newcastle incredible. aren't guaranteed. I don't know. I not guaranteed, yeah. but you can see that um, number one is, if you think it, it's a process, yeah? Things don't just happen right away. First of all, Mike Ashley had to get out of that club, yeah. which brought a new change around it. Now, even the fans knew, Chal, he's out of here. We might not be winning. We are in a relegation battle, but things will get better. Yeah. The signings came in. Kieran Trippier has been a brilliant signing for them. Number one, how much he cost them. And number two, yeah. the impact that he's had. It's just a oh, shame definitely. for them. Don't get me wrong. I don't wish injury on anyone. It's a good thing for the relegation teams, but it's a bad thing for Newcastle that he's out for at least minimum five to six weeks. Yeah. Because yeah. not only is he good going like defensively, he's actually a goal scorer. As, as yeah. Attacking. Well, attack yeah. yeah. He, what, he scored the winner on the weekend. Yeah. yeah. And let's be honest, this is a player that can't only just play right back, he can also play left back. Versatile. Yeah. I, mean, I, just, I, I think it's important to mention that Saturday just wasn't a good day for Watford overall. And it, didn't <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. It, 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 it wasn't at all. It wasn't at all. Um, but but, but look at, just, looking at the bottom, I was just, I was just hmm. going to say, Norwich, did they sack their manager at the end of last season or at the beginning of this season? Beginning of this season. So right, Watford, well, Norwich, sort of like Newcastle, in, obviously, yeah. You're out of the bottom five, bottom well, six, I mean, right? You've got Bielsa with Leeds. Mm. There's only Burnley and Leeds um, out of the bottom one, two, three, out of the bottom six that haven't changed manager. Watford, mm. Norwich, Newcastle, and Everton have all got new managers this season. Mm. Yeah, right. Um, Watford, Watford are on their third. Norwich on their second, Newcastle on their second. Everton, was Rafa, did Rafa come at the beginning of this season? Yeah. Or was he there last season? No, beginning of, uh, he came in the summer. He came so in he summer. started off this so season. Even then, yeah. they've had, so from the end of last season, they've had three managers as well. Mm. Everton. But the, mm. if you notice, the teams are at the bottom, right? You know, like changing too many times. If you want to survive, you need to have Consistency, mm. and if you're constantly changing manager, yeah. the management team, and coaching staff, the squad is not having that consistency. So these players at the bottom are probably thinking, "Sod this, right? There's going to be a new manager coming in. Let's just play a, a, for a move." There, there's yeah. not going to be any loyalty for the club. Do, there's do you not going to be I'm... hunger, hunger to stay yeah. with the current team either in the Premier League. So, it's it swings and roundabouts. Do you know what I mean? We're just putting our own opinions out there. But look, mm. there, there needs to be some sort of consistency if you want to survive. Yeah. Um, sometimes you can be there too long. Let's look mm. at, you know, Sean Dyche and at Burnley. Has his tactics got stale? Maybe. Is it because they, they can't afford... Players like they got rid of their Chris. They got rid of their uh, striker and Chris Wood, and then replaced yeah. him with that workhorse. Which, to be he's, honest, he's got injured. Doesn't he's look too good. bad of a player. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a decent player. But, but how Burnley long they just give you that, from? isn't it? They've got games in hand, and you know, with Burnley, they're going to keep it solid. Like like Wolves, yeah. they will grind for that, like that nil nil, one nil, one one, whatever low scoring game and they're not just going to roll over and they look like a team that genuinely want to be in the Premier League and that they will fight to be in the Premier League yeah. to the very end 
But moving on to the top side of the table, uh, looking at the top four predictions, it does look quite open with Chelsea potentially being drawn back into the fray of, of a top four battle, um, as well as uh, Spurs, Arsenal and Manchester United um, and West Ham even, um, with with slowly creeping up walls. Um, massive result for Arsenal in midweek, getting the 1-0 the win away with 10 men uh, to Wolves. Um, but just something interested, interesting I wanted to highlight about that game was, did anyone see that that red card yeah. that Martinelli Mart- got? Martinelli. The, the double yellow card. Uh, <laughs> yeah. First first yellow card was off uh, Martinelli trying to block a throw from happening. Stop the throwing, wasn't it? He pushed one of the, the, the players... Uh, as he was throwing it. And within that same uh, play, he ran and chased down one of the uh, Wolves players and uh, shoved him in the back, like uh, barged him from from behind. Yeah. Uh, And um, referee goes over to him, books him for the initial challenge, points towards the throwing area where the uh, initial incident took place, booked him for a yellow, and then straight away books him again within that same sequence of events. Do you know, with that, I Never understand, seen that right? Look, it's and within the space of five seconds, two yellow cards. Yeah. But surely if he's allowed the play on, yeah, yeah, little bit of common sense, right? He should have given him the yellow card and then said, right, look, you're lucky you haven't got the second one. Because if he'd have got given that yellow card, then maybe he, he doesn't do that stupid rough. challenge. The so, second one, so you know what two, happens. Things here then. So you see it all over, like when players do a rash challenge, referee plays on, and uh, eventually when balls out of play, he comes back, gives the yellow card. So yeah. there's no denying that potentially is a yellow card. The first one, definitely, you should, it was stupid petulance. You shouldn't be doing uh, stupidity like that. Like like shoving someone whilst they're taking a throw. It's it's no yes. different to blocking a free kick uh, being taken and standing literally one centimetre away from the ball. Uh, and, and referees give yellow cards for that as well. Uh, but doing doing silly silliness like that. But then uh, something that I think Martin Keown was arguing on TalkSport was uh, should, the, should the play have continued... Um, and should the referee had have stopped play and given the yellow card uh, to avoid Martinelli making that second yellow card? And to a point, I would disagree with that. I disagree with that because there was an advantage to be played, wasn't there? There was an advantage to be played. Um, and uh, But it, it's, it's that fine line of... Would Martinelli have made that second challenge if he knew the first one was deemed worthy enough to get the yellow? But so it's think, a bit of a grey area. This is like this is that it's like that grey area in um, offside. You know when they let it carry on, and once yeah. they let it carry on, and someone gets injured, and then they say, "Oh, sorry, it's an offside anyway." Yeah. It's too late now because someone's got injured. If they've slid into the post trying to block, I think it happened. Someone yeah. slid into a post and got injured. So I personally think it was justified to give him the red card, and it was great refereeing. The fact that he he didn't bottle it and he did it. It's the first that I've the same I've time. seen. Because uh, again, uh, and some of the comments I can't remember who, who I was listening to, and they said um, he didn't know. Is what you said. He didn't know that he was on a yellow. So when he's gone and done that push, how does he know that you know? he's gone too far or whatever but at the same time he's a professional he knows what he's doing so there's that element as well so do you think the law should change where if it's a yellow card in any circumstances you should stop play and and book no, them really. I think so I don't no it's so what, what, why, why would you argue like that why would you argue that then Val is it literally for the sole purpose of stopping stupid positions like this uh, situations yeah, yeah. like this or, look, or right the the players carried on, yeah, and and it could happen to any club. It could happen to uh, to my club. Could happen to your club. Yeah. Well, it did happen to yours, Melinda. But yeah, the players don't know what they're doing. If you've 
allowed play on. It's yeah. a play on. Yeah. This is where no this is where I'm going to be. For you know, given the yellow, if you've yeah. allowed play on and then he's done a foul, that previous foul shouldn't. You know, what am I trying to say is, you know, like that previous foul shouldn't be counted. But what is the player's intention? What was Martinelli trying to do? So the first intention was to to stop, so not get caught. How did he try to stop it? How did he try to stop it? He pushed. He pushed the player. He he pushed the player as he was doing the throw in. Right. So Uh, he should have got the there and then. So he was obviously. So, so that's what so he got carded for, yeah. Arteta has this system of of tracking back and mm. staying man to man. Obviously, he was caught out of possession at that time, so he tried to sprint back. Instead of sprinting back, he thought it'd be easier to push the guy and delay the throw from happening so that he could get back into position. The guy ends up taking the throw in, and then he goes on to chase the guy. Uh, I think it was Nelson Smedo down. Or, or the winger, the Wolves winger, and he like barges him in the back, and so that was deemed a reckless challenge. That, that barge, both, yeah, fair enough, is a yellow card. Both bookable offences. Yeah, but and the that's the is, reason why he's then given a red card. Yeah, yeah, but I understand. But, but what but I'm saying, I is, think, what Melinda's trying to say here is then, if the first incident um, where he should have been carded or the ref was like, yeah, I'm definitely going to card this guy, even when the ball breaks out of play. You know, why not just stop the game then and just give it then? But that, then that's, again, that's my point. There's an advantage to be played, isn't it? Yeah. Then you can argue, let's let's put it in like your guys' situation. Let's say it was against Liverpool or Man United and you're 0-0 at the time, you're chasing a game. There's something yeah. stupid like that that's happened, but then you go on to score. Would you then be kicking yourself... If referee Martin Oliver, Mark Oliver comes back and and um, stop stops the, the advantage to be played, books mm. him, but then you've yeah. lost that that counter attack and you don't end up eventually scoring. So it's it's kind of of course you, no no you, you would be annoyed you would be annoyed at that you would be let's well, be honest what, what, what regardless of who you support yeah regardless yeah. of who you support. If football's just like that, we all know when it is a foul or when it is reckless or this, that, the other. Yeah. When it happens for your team, if a decision goes your way, it is the best decision ever. When it goes against you, it's the worst yeah. thing. No, but it's what just I'm saying the way is, how football works. guys, you know, with the advantage, the advantage rule. What I'm saying is, yeah, play the advantage, but if you think it's a an offense that um, needs to be carded. Yes. Obvious. Then there's no advantage. The referee knew in his head, he's fouled him there. I'm going to give him a card. He should have stopped the play and given him a card. If you're playing the advantage, you're saying, yeah, it was a foul, mm. but it's not card worthy. Mm. But then, but then uh, how many goals? I've seen how many goals have been given? Card. Yeah, goals have been given whilst you're playing advantage and and. Do you still give a card if they score? Yeah, yeah. They still come yeah, back. They, they do. And point back and say, you know, for over there. Yeah, yeah. This card that was, you know, all over there in that corner. Mm. But I, I... I've, I've seen a red card given for a penalty offence after mm. a goal's been scored. So oh, yeah. not being yeah. awarded. They're, they're, they're dumb decisions, man. I'm telling you. A, a penalty has not been <laughs> awarded because advantage has been played, but red card has been issued subsequent to that. Because it's at the end of the day, it's a red card offence. Your last man, you've done something stupid. It's not the, the player's fault that they've still maintained their balance, got back on their feet quickly and end up eventually scoring. Um, so it does happen across the pitch. But Do you think the right decision was made then? I definitely, I commend him for, for, for kind of, like, I yeah, think it was I agree. the right thing to do. And uh, I just think it was a dumb decision, honestly. You guys, you guys disagree with me, but no, I I'm get why the referee or, or the player. I get why the referee, but I don't think it was. Um, I don't know. Even the referee's got to have a bit of sportsmanship in him, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, must because be, yeah, uh... the referee's the referee's got to think. Look, the guy doesn't know he's on a yellow card. If you know you're on a yeah. yellow card, yeah, you're not going to do something stupid. 
But do crowd oh. play to that as well? Because I, I feel like the crowd were a bit shocked that the second one came out. But yeah. does, does do you think crowd influence yellow cards or red cards? Nah, nah, not nowadays. Or do you think nah, referees? Do. Do. do you think do you think referees try and right or wrong? Yes. Mm. So maybe there was an incident prior prior to that that he felt. Yeah. Now, to... Nowadays, nowadays there's VAR, isn't it? I don't think it's the crowd. I think it's yeah. more if they get into their ear saying, have a look at it again. Because mm. prior to that, he was very lenient. Uh, t- tackles were flying in from both yeah. both both sets of players um, and wasn't booking any players. But in that incident, it, it was just a strange one. Yeah. Uh, can, can we all put our phones on silent, please? Who's that? <laughs> I don't know who's phoning you. Or is that like your wake up alarm? Yeah, wake up alarm. But yeah, think, just, uh, just as we, I think, just I, as I, we... I think, I think Karanjit woke up there. <laughs> he did, he did knocking out. <laughs> just, just no, as Karanji, we, Everton are still in the same position. <laughs> oh, managers call up. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's sacking Frank and asking if Gunji's available. Yeah, Frank Lampard. Look, Frank Lampard. What an idiot! I don't like the guy. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope Everton go down. Not for you, Gunji Singh, right? But I hope Everton go down. FC. <laughs> <laughs> but but um, just just as a finisher, uh, what do you guys think for top four predictions? Man United first. Oh, win the league. <laughs> he said. He said. What? What are your predictions? Not what is your crack dream? Fantasies. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, yeah. The, okay. Looking at Man it, Man United so to get fourth. You've Man got, United to get fourth. You think Man United get fourth? Manchester City. Yeah. I think top three. Liverpool. Sorted. Chelsea. United. United. Arsenal. That's five. We're going six. Uh, West Ham. West Ham. I, th- I think. I think it's going to be Arsenal. Wolves. West Ham. And there's a, there's another one. Who's the other one? Spurs. Ah, oh, Spurs. No chance. Spurs. No chance. Well, um, right. West Ham. West Ham will do their normal West Ham and just, you know, just miss out at the end. Yeah. I don't uh, think Wolves. I don't think Wolves will do it. Um, no, to be honest work. with you, I think. Arsenal have probably got the best chance right now. Um, but Man U have won is, today. They've Arsenal won today. have got two games in hand, right? Well, yeah. three on Man U now. Yeah, and you play Spurs and Chelsea, yeah? Yeah, we play Spurs, Chelsea and Liverpool. Yeah, this uh, is going to go down they're not for the wire. It, then. This is, no, they're no, not no, getting no, it. <laughs> no, no, no. Even top four. Top yeah. four will go down to... Oh, if, it will. If not the last day of the season, definitely second last day. Yeah, yeah. It's too close to call. No one really wants top four at the moment. Because <laughs> you look at it, especially with all these COVID fixtures, all yeah, it takes yeah. is, is, is who's going to play, who's going to be rested. Yeah. This is the thing you see. Um, even like with our prediction leagues, mm. we, we can predict, but we don't know what's going to happen. Like this weekend, Jota didn't start for Liverpool. Yeah. Um, because Inter Milan, do you know? Yeah. Because it's a tattoo. It's, what? Say that again. Say you just talk because it's a tattoo. That's what I thought you said. <laughs> no, but you know, you 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 rest players like at the weekend, um, because man, you have got Atletico midweek next week. Yeah. Um, certain players will be rested at the weekend, which then could cause them to drop points. Yeah. Do so you know what I mean? It's, realistically speaking, are you saying that the two that are battling it out for fourth are Man United and Arsenal? In my opinion, yes. So I, I think well, I think West Ham, Arsenal, West, Ham will, West Ham will have a say. West Ham will have a say, but I think it's going to come down to United and Arsenal. Arsenal actually have Chelsea away, um, Liverpool at home, and Tottenham United away. United at home as well. Um, United and. Arsenal away, Liverpool away, City away, Chelsea at home, and Tottenham at home. Oh, wow. Spurs have got like three games in hand. 
Of the best games we got that we seem to be drawing are Norwich at home, Brentford away, um, and Watford at home. Oh, so all winnable fixtures and, as it and, stands. And, and, Leeds, and Leeds away, which is yeah, but going to be an interesting that, game. Remember there's that video? Oh, this is that's, uh, that's 30 points there. <laughs> oh, yeah, the 30 points. The infamous so, 30 uh, points after, after the Norwich win. Norwich. Cool. So, um, thank you for everyone listening. Thank you for the panel for joining in. Um, and uh, follow us on social media, Instagram. Very quickly, who do you think is going to win the Champions League? Liverpool. <laughs> Bayern. Bayern, yeah, I'd have to say Bayern. Oh, you lot, you lot don't know what you're talking about. I'll tell you who's not going to win it. Everton. Arsenal. <laughs> Arsenal. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sport, my, my, sporting, my Lisbon. From... sporting Lisbon won't win it. <laughs> yeah, they definitely won't. Was so it you five nil tonight? Win it? I'm not even joking. Gone. Yeah, right. No, we're going we're, we're to win the Champions League, mate. i tell you this. You heard it here, guys, live on the Discussing Podcast, 15th of February. Man United win the Champions We apologise for it. Next year, we're going to do the quadruple, mate. Yeah, too, much e- too much Emily. <laughs> too much Emily, yeah. Apparently, that from Bye, Kajika Kalsa. 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 B